The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrina. Welcome to OAA Now. Here I'm Sammy Terrina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between me is on Ori Neighborhood Television. Like to welcome our friends hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching on Ori Neighborhood Television as well. Yeah. We got Ian Locke here back. Back, man. Enjoying summer. How about you? I'm hanging in there. It's been it's been a month. Crazy. I can't believe it's been a month. You know, the last time we did a show, there were 23 schools. Now we're down to 21. That I still cannot get used to that. Yeah. And reminder, listeners, who has not flown the coop, but who is no longer with us? Of course, Harrison no longer in the um, OAA. Shut them down. Um, they were shut down. Yep. And then Hazel Park departing the... Um, away from the Macomb Area Conference. Um, you know, of course, the MAC had their media day. Oh, they did already? They did have their media day already. Interesting. You know, and I know their co- Hazel Park coach Kyle Raleigh said that his crew was excited to go in the MAC, but I think they're going to struggle in the MAC Silver this year. Huh. I think they will struggle in that division. Um, how was your summer? Summer's been okay. Um, we've been very busy, bouncing around since June. I've missed a couple episodes, you know, as you know. Uh, been out, saw, took a great trip over to Boston, saw the, did the historical walk down there. If you've never done the, uh, uh, that do it. It's, it's awesome. It's relatively inexpensive. You just walk around, see the sites. You don't have to pay a lot of money to see your country's history. It's awesome. And went camping, dude, went, went up to, to Ludington. Um, and, uh, I know you, you do some up North travels yeah, too. Yeah, I went up to Caseville. Caseville, beautiful, love Caseville. Beautiful city. Awesome. And uh, just for those uh, you guys out there, the, the warnings on Lake Michigan, if you're traveling that way to the west side, do some camping, just visit friends, whatever, put your toe in the water in the big lake, watch out. It is every, it's as dangerous as they're saying it is. It's waves and things. I'm sure you see it up in Saginaw Bay. Oh, of course. Haven't seen anything like this ever. Well, the, the height of the water is at record levels, yep. and the rip, especially on the big water, watch out, especially in the Ludington area and north up that side. So oh, yeah. be safe out there, but enjoy the great outdoors and get out there and do something fun. We've had a lot of um, interesting, um, since S- our month away, we've had a lot stuff of- Stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. Of course, we had a coach, a girls basketball coaching hire, a boys basketball coaching hire, and a volleyball hire, of course. Yeah, um, we're going to talk volleyball. Um in this segment here of our podcast, um, so these are the these are the positions we were kind of waiting on, correct? Yes, these were most of the positions we were waiting on. I mean, back um, in June, we're talking about this stuff, so mm-hmm. it's finally um, happened. Let's go to our first sport, which is um, which is going to be um, boys basketball. I want to talk about that one. Pontiac's got a new boys basketball coach. His name is Damon O'Neill, and of course, he he was a assistant coach under um. Robert Rogers and Joe Schroeder. Um, okay. He served. He was previously the head coach at Waterford Kettering before he stepped down. Um, it was last season. I mean, like two years ago, he stepped down from coaching at Waterford Kettering. Um, mm. Took a year off. Now is back in the coaching sidelines at Pontiac. Um, of course, O'Neill's been known for um, for rebuilding programs. Of course, Pontiac. This is a team that is going to go through a rebuild. Of course, last season they won 22 games. Um, Amazing run. And But they had a lot of turnover, of course. Now Joe yeah. Schroeder's no longer at Pontiac. He's not Lake Orion. Um, and now you look at um, and now you look at Damon O'Neill. The last time I saw O'Neill was, was he coached at Waterford Kettering. Yeah. And did, they played did, Clarkston. Didn't end well. And it did not end well. Only scored seven points. Seven. Seven. I can't. When you brought that up to me as a reminder, I'm like, uh, how did I forget that? Or maybe we didn't talk about it because it was so. It was rough. So painful to to, to talk about. And that was the year Clarkston won their um, and that was the first year Clarkston won their um first state. I mean, the first state title. Yeah. That was that district finals. Okay. Um. Wow. And when you look at this hire, I mean. I don't. I'm not excited for this hire. I'm not. I'm not that excited for this one. And people, are, yeah, he's a local guy. He's got local ties. I mean, like, and all that. But you know, this is a team that is in some trouble. <laughs> yeah. Here's why. 
Pontiac, yes, they're going to be in the blue this year. They're going to be in the blue. Having the deep, but you got you got Rochester, who I think is better than than Pontiac is right now on paper. Troy Athens, I think, is better than them on paper. And I know Berkeley's better than my paper. And and then if they can get through that division, then your district is absolutely brutal. Because <laughs> you got Waterford, because they went up from Division Two to Division One, And they're in a district with Waterford Mott, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, West Bloomfield, and Bloomfield Hills. Yeah. Now, I'm not mentioning Avenue, but <laughs> those four teams in that district is scary. Yes, brutal. But do you think the expectations are district champion? They, I mean, you just said it. Uh, they're losing how many guys again? They lost 10 guys, and they lost their head coach. Uh, 10 guys. I mean, that's a whole roster in some instances, it's hard. right? So you're rebuilding everybody from ground up. At, like you said, either bringing them in, he's kind of a rebuilding artist. Uh, he's done it before, rebuilding programs. <laughs> so it's more of a get them up and running. Let's get oh, it back. Oh, time out, time out, time back out. Back to competition. Time out, no? time out, time out. Here's the th- Waterford Kettering and Pontiac are two different teams. Waterford Kettering is still a mess. <laughs> Pontiac, you know, they're basically rebuilding from ground up. Yes. I think Pontiac's got more. I think there's more patience at Pontiac than there is at Waterford County. Oh, yes, definitely. Because there are lower expectations. You were right there yes, on that's, that. Yes, that's what I'm getting at is that they're not expecting a district title in tr- Pontiac. But do I trust O'Neill, the coach's team? He's a good guy. But I don't know. I you don't need to know. coach him to a district champion. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, I, but look at Waterford Kettering's run to a district championship. You know, they didn't even have to play anybody. They were in the district final. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that, uh, as I recall, what do we have? Forfeit? Yeah, we had a forfeit. Forfeit, and uh, <laughs> so you roll in there. So but that happens. I mean, that's not something that the coach planned on or the school planned on. That's just kind of how it happened. On this hire, I'm a little cautious. You know what I mean? I'm a little cautious. Okay. Because if, because this team's going to struggle. They're going to really struggle. And if he can't get that program. You just got to get stable. You got to get stable. Right? I mean, so, such, such success a year ago. But just like anybody else, and all the basketball coaches, we know this. Year in, year out, it doesn't matter what level you are. Mm-hmm. If you have a personnel turnover on that level. But we know Odell, O'Neal diff- is going to be a little, a lot different from Joe Schroeder. Yes. You know, of course. Um, so I'm curious to see if O'Deal is going to keep some of the same principles that Schroeder did. Yeah, yeah. That made Pontiac successful. Because if he just blows that team up, then I think that team's in some trouble. Well, that goes with. All coaching changes. We've talked about this for two years now. Mm-hmm. That anytime you have a new coach in, are they bringing in a new philosophy? What's the game plan? Is it comp- are they blowing it up, or are they going to work with what they have? Usually, coaches are pretty flexible and they work with what they have. What are your assets, and then they can mold their program around or their system around the strengths that they have coming in. Would you agree? Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. And Pontiac's a rising. Pontiac just got an enrollment increase. Yes, which is great. Mm-hmm. They just Good got an them. enrollment increase. Yes. You know? That's how they got bumped up to D1, Division one, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but still, still, that's they, brutal. You still got to get the kids to come out and, yeah, com- gotta, and commit, mm-hmm. right? Um, Let's go from boys' basketball. Um, Let's go to girls' basketball now. Um, Ferndale. Named the new girls' basketball coach, um, taking over their team. Um, they named um, they named Keith Paris as the new head coach, replacing Laura Hoffner. Um, Paris has had he brings a wealth of knowledge to the girl, to the basketball program. He, I mean, he was an assistant last year under Laura Hoffner, but now it's going to be his opportunity to. Um, to be his opportunity so to take over the team to stand in house. You know what I mean? Yep. So when I look at Ferndale, um, 
And CNG Sports wrote a really nice article on this. Um, this guy, I mean, he graduated from Detroit Finney, now known as East English Village Preps. He, he was set to play baseball at Oakland, and he earned a spot as a walk-on for Coach Greg Campy. Mm. However, injuries, his, he had a knee injury during basketball season, during pickup basketball. Oh, no. Cost him his, cost him his scholarship. We've seen that um, before. That's tough. And then um, he ended his knee on the last game of the year at Macomb Community College. Oh, no. He, yeah. Yeah. He, yep. His last game of the year at Macomb Community College. So he was an assistant last year, you know, as mentioned. And, you know, he, um, he is now the lead guy at Ferndale for their girls' basketball program. Ferndale has had some struggles. This team used to be one of the used to be a very good program, but they've fallen on some hard times where they've there's been days there's been um years they've had just one varsity team. Last season, Ferndale went four and five in the blue division. Mm. Now that team has not had stability in the coaching ranks. This is gonna be their fourth coach in four years over there. Which we we talked about, talk this, about this. You can't build anything doing that. No. If you can't keep them around, that's so difficult. It it's discouraging not only to the players, but anybody else coming up in the ranks going, uh, if you can't keep them, you know, why go out? Yeah. And you look at the Fernando Girls basketball team, I mean, they are in an interesting spot because Yes, this team has struggled. And so it's, they struggled. But when you bring a guy with a ton of basketball knowledge like Keith Paris, I think this is going to I think this this is going to work out, but he's got to stay there long term for this to work out. Now, he said he's going to have he's going to recruit the school. You know, he's going to recruit players to play. Yeah. Um for of course, Ferndale's had a lot of success in other sports. You know, you look at, of course, the football program. You look mm-hmm. at the boys' basketball yeah. program, and then the and then the um and then you look at the baseball program, and then girls' sports, volleyball. We're gonna talk volleyball in a couple minutes because I think Ferndale volleyball is gonna be very good this year under Stella Johnson. Um, and then you look at their softball team a year ago. Mm-hmm. So- Ferndale only loses one senior, wow. and the majority of that team is back from a district championship team that from district championship team, that's going to go up from here. I wrote a column on Ferndale saying they're a rising giant, and they are. But the girls' basketball program has to be fixed, you know, and I think that um, Ferndale elect director Sean Butler sees that. And, you know, when you make this type of change, you know, when you bring in a, um, when you bring in a new staff, you know, you expect, that change to happen right away. But, you know, it's a challenge considering Ferndale's the smallest school in the OA. Yeah. So Numbers are tough. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the idea of, you know, if he's there, the assistant did a nice job. They know the system. It's less, what do you call it, turmoil for the team. yeah. Right? So the system should, maybe he makes his own tweaks. Obviously, he's the head coach now. He can make his adjustments to it. But I don't. I'd be shocked if they blow that up and change the way they do things. Um, the with the players that are coming back, they're familiar with uh, the new coach. You know, it's it still feels like home in a way. You know, so I I think it's okay. I know his goal is he wants to win a district title. Ferndale's got a shot to win a district championship this year with this girls basketball program. Really, they got a shot. I mean, the district's not as strong as people people give it credit for okay i mean when you look at the district ferndale is in they have i'm gonna pull it up here um but um but the but the blue division this year ferndale is in is going to be a challenge um and i think that um and i think especially because when you look at burke when you look at rochester in there you look at berkeley's in there um it's going to be really really interesting um, 
And then when you get into the, and then you have Seaholm, who's a team that I think should be better under Chris Manchester. Um, the district Ferndale's in. They have Detroit Cody, Detroit mm. Cornerstone, Detroit Communication Media Arts, and Troy Old Redford. It's not necessarily, you know, chop sliver, but I'm saying, but it's manageable for them. Yes, it's very manageable. I don't um, see any perennial power in that list. No, there isn't. But there are some good teams in there. You got Detroit Communication Media Arts, and you have um, Detroit Old Redford. Those are the two teams I think is going to give Ferndale the most problems. Um, so when I look at the hire of Paris, I think that um, he's going to get that program. If he can get that program turned around, like in volleyball last year, nobody thought Ferndale would go and win a district title. Nobody. <laughs> Or in softball, you know, for what for what um they did last year, nobody thought Ferndale would go and win a um a district title in softball, but they did. Yep. So I'm I'm thinking Butler's going to count on here is Paris pulling the same results that Stella Johnson did in volleyball, and um what um and what coach um Pack McNally did in softball so that's what i'm thinking here with this hire so high expectations different than pontiac it's different than pontiac because of um but when i look at the division they're in the blue division i i don't think they're gonna knock rochester off i don't think they're gonna knock berkeley off and i don't think they're gonna see them off so ferndale right now i would say Probably middle of the pack in the blue district. But they can win a district title. That's how I'm viewing it with Ferndale. It's girls basketball program. Okay. So fair enough. That's fair enough there. Okay, now let's go from um girls basketball. Um, let's go to volleyball. Lot season's coming up season's soon. Season's coming up soon. And there is a new coach at Adams we gotta talk about. And it's a familiar person. Um, we had um, we covered Wall Lake Northern yes. last year in the regional um, semifinal against Stony Creek. Of course, I called that with Joey Tysick. Yep. Um, it was a match, and um, the coach was Terry Boggle, and he coached at Wall Lake Northern. Good team. Good. They were a good team, and now he is the new head coach at Rochester Adams. Dun dun dun. Like, should we? I guess yeah, we, should. we should. Everybody should get a... Uh... Everybody should. Breaking news. That's a big... And That's the, huge news, to be honest. It's huge news. This is huge news because... The, I mean, the red just got... It just got tougher. tougher. <laughs> it just got tougher. If that's possible. When you look at Bogman's hire, this is a game changer because of what he brings. Oh, yeah. He led Law Lake Northern to that dish to a district title. And now you bring him into the red. When you look at <laughs> I mean, look at the coaches. You look at, look the, at the coaches the programs and look the- at the programs in there. You got the defending state champions in there yeah. in Lake Ori. You got the Stony Creek Cougars in there. You got the Clarkson Wolves yeah, in there. Yeah. You got the Troy Colts in there. Uh, yeah. And now you got and now you have Adams. Uh, um can- and that's not even counting Groves, West Bloomfield no. or um uh-uh. Or um, all Oxford. solid, all solid. They're right? gonna be, they're all gonna be solid. When you look at, when you look at it, I mean, but when you look at Adams, Adams was very young a year ago. They, they were young. They got a ton of talent back for this. For they got a ton of talent back. When you look at players like Alexis Wojas, Laura Sebastian, Kenny Jones, Audrey Thedford, Jacoby Flynn, Emmanuel Jacaj, um. Maxine Coes, Amber Morris, Ray Mafra, and Maddie Klontback, that's a ton of talent returning uh-huh. for that team. I mean, this is a home run hire that athletic director Jason Rapp made. Um, Completely agree. He's going to – it would not surprise me. <laughs> the city championship this year in Rochester, That's gonna it's going to be tight between Adams and Stony Creek. That's going to be a good game. Stony Creek is loaded as well when you look at – when you look at what um, Coach Ross Talbot has back, I mean, Stony Creek could be a state championship team, in my opinion. They could be. Um, but the red division. 
<laughs> oh, are you serious? I, I know. <laughs> you kind of laugh at it because you're like, compare the red, OA red in volleyball to any other league in this state. This is, is there our... anything comparable top to bottom? No. I, I'm and I know there's gonna be people in the Ottawa Kent Conference and yeah, yeah. the Catholic are gonna debate with me on this, but the red is gonna be a nightmare. It's gonna be just brutal. You look at the teams in that division. I mean, as a conference, as top a to conference, as a division in that conference. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying the white is not the white. When I look at the other divisions in the MOA, of course, the blue division. I mean, they went to an eight eight five this year. Yes. Um. The white you had two te- you had a, you had Bloomby, you had two teams go down in Bloomby Hills and Seaholm. Those two teams are expected out for um yes the white title this year. The blue division they've went through a lot of changes. Um, but if you're looking at the red, but you look at the red yeah. from oh. from top to bottom, put that up against anybody in this state. I mean. The quality, the depth, the experience, the competitiveness. I, I can't see a conference that is that deep. No. Or not, I keep saying conference. A league. A division, the, the, yeah. the division in the in the conference, that, that deep. It, there is, when you look at. Because like anybody could beat anybody on any night. Oh, yes. And it's happened. We've seen it. Oh, yes. We've seen it. But when you have teams, <laughs> the teams in that, di- in that division. Yes, and you add. And now you add Terry Bog and the coaches in that division. Yes. You look at, fantastic. of course, Terry Bogman now at Adams. You look at Ross Talbot at Stony Creek. <laughs> Kelly Penner at Clarkston. I know. Tony Scavard at Lake Orion. Yes. I mean, then you have Brian Kim at Oxford. I mean, I mean, West Bloomfield and them Groves made the move up to the um made the move up to the um red division this year. And there and of course West and of course um Groves last year. This is a team that I don't know, it was West Bloomfield last year that ended up not losing a, a league matchup, but now they're in the red. <laughs> um, they're loaded. Yes. You look at players like Laura King, Grace Allward, and Delaney Lambert. Lauren Deluck Forbes, her coach over there, got a good shot. You know, but I think she's going to have some growing pains in the red division, but it's going to help her in the district because West Bloomfield in their district, they end up getting, they have all three walled lakes, and Ooh. Lake Lakeland and Milford in there, all three of them. Tough draw. <laughs> not well, necessarily so? with the Baldwin departure. I really well, think, yeah okay. I mean, like I'm not real. High I just on hear it. those names and you're going, hmm, okay, good athletic departments always have solid teams across the board. But when you look it, at West Bloomfield, you look at I think the Lakers. You think they can? They take can it. win that district. They can win that district. And all those teams have to go to West Bloomfield. Because that's always where the district's at. Yeah. That's always a bonus when you're playing. Playing on your home court. On yeah. your home court. That's always a bonus. Um, in Groves' case, um, they have a very good all-star player in Ellie Rupert going to South Carolina for volleyball. Wow. Yep. She also plays girls basketball as well in, in very stone lacrosse for Birmingham United. Um. But when I look at the when I look at Groves, they've got some questions. I mean, yeah, they got experience, but it, it, it really fits the same thing with Groves and West Bluefield. Um, how are they going to adjust playing in the red? That's the big question that I see. Is how is Groves and West Bluefield going to adjust playing in the red? Because when you play in the red division, there are no nights off. No, and you're playing against top notch competition. It would not surprise me if you look at, in the red division, half of the state rankings <laughs> are going to be ranked in the red. When you look at Stony Creek, Clarkston. They do top 10 or top 25? Top 10. You're going to have Clarkston, Stony Creek, Lake Orion, and Troy. Those are, I think, those teams are absolutely loaded. And now you bring in Adams, you bring in Terry Bogman in that yeah. in that mix. <laughs> you're getting oh. me, Sammy. You're ta- You're getting me excited about volleyball season. I'm excited about it anyway because of the quality, like you said. And we're gonna be out there. Owen TV's cameras will be out there recording these things, and they'll be on the air. Um, but I'm more excited than just following 
this is the going red division to be, <laughs> just is, to see what the heck's going on. The red is going to be vicious this year. Yeah, vicious. And that's not counting the other two divisions. You know, we talked. I talked earlier in the white. You know, you got yeah. Seaholm and um, Bloompy Hills likely to battle it out in the white division. North Farmington's a team we got to keep an eye on as well because they got a new um, coach and Michael Love taking over that team. Um, the blue division. This is where I think Ferndale is going to win that. Mark my words. I think Ferndale this year is winning the Blue Division in Vital. Ooh, he's calling it. Mark my words. He's calling it. Because this Eagles team is loaded for now and for the future. There is a proven product at Ferndale that Coach Jella Johnstone has done a magnificent job at getting that team together and winning that district title at Hazel Park a year ago says a lot, and it's gonna and it really and I think it's gonna set set the stone for Ferndale Bible. Mm. And when I look at the Blue Division, you know you got Pontiac who's gonna struggle, Oak Park's gonna struggle, um, Royal just got a new coaching staff, and um, Sierra Schultz taking over that team. Um, and then you look at um and then you look at um Southfield Arts and Tech would be very interesting. Um Southfield AT is going to be very cause they got a they got the majority of that team back. Um but there's some questions surrounding Southfield AT um for Coach Alicia Love and her team. Um they they'll probably be Ferndale's toughest challenger. And I think that division will come down between Ferndale and Southfield. Mm. But I just think Ferndale has you think enough. They're going to get it done. I think they'll get it done. Um, so that's going to be really interesting there. Um, my top 10 is out for Girls Bible. Oh. So. Yeah, okay. 10, who, are, who do we have? I got the Ferndale Eagles 10th. As we mentioned, I'm high on them. High expectations. This team's going to be very, very good. I think that um, they're going to, they're going to, don't sleep on the Ferdinand Eagles. I know, I know they're one of the, um, they're, I know they're in Division Two, but don't sleep on Stella Johnstone's team. Don't sleep on them. Number nine, I got the the Seahome Maples. Seahome's um, mm. a team that they got a lot of experience back for Coach um, Heather um, Gambone. Um, still used to calling her Heather Lippert, but. Um, but the Gambone family's done a magnificent job building that team. They have done a wonderful job. And they have a player that I'm watching very carefully. And uh, Maddie Ligon. That's a name Seahome fans should watch out for. She is that talented. Now, and she's got an experienced team back. They only lost two seniors a year ago. So... And I think moving down is going to help Seaholm this year. Moving down is going to help this team. Mm. Number eight, West Bloomfield. They're loaded. They got Laura K. We mentioned I mentioned West Bloomfield earlier. Going up to the um very always always the always fun division. That's the red. And having a deal. And as mentioned, you gotta be loaded. And the last move it is when you look at players like Laura King, Grace Allred, and Delaney Lambert. Now, the rest of that team's going to be a question mark because they lost some talent a year ago. So, but their three main players are back, which helps a lot. They're going to have to be relied on if West Bluefield is going to do some things. I, I don't know how they're going to do in the red. They'll probably be middle of the pack, but... That district we talked about earlier, they got a great shot winning that district. Um, number seven, I got the Groves Falcons. Groves, same thing as West Bloomfield. Um, a lot of experience back. You have a superstar Nelly Rupert. Um, Will Rupert is supporting Cass. Step their game up for um, second year coach um, Jessica Prospect. Profect. Um. I think that's going to be the key for Groves is they're going to have to really find a way to um they're going to have to really find a way 
to um, manage in this division because they got a brutal district. Because when you have a when you have a district that has Birmingham Marion in there, Seaham in there, um, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, number number six, Bloomfield Hills. Okay. Alexa Rousseau, one of the favorites in the white. Um, could have a very tough task when they get the districts. Probably dealing with Troy. Um, number five, Adams. We talked about Terry Bogman. You got him all the way up there, eh? Uh huh. That is how high I am on this team. That's how high on them. <laughs> Number four, I got the Troy Colts. Tom Vigilance team loaded. Um, get Fran McBride back. I mean, like, you got um, You got, I mean, like, they've got others back. Of course, losing Jessica Robinson to graduation hurts. Of course, she's now at Michigan. But when you have players like Fran McBride, Alexa Moore, Julia Armstrong, and Athena Sampson, that says a lot. Number three, I got the Lake Orion Dragons. Ooh. The defending state champs. Lost they the lost teams. a ton. Yeah, I was going to say. Lost a ton. I was going to say some key members of that team, but it, it is a ton. But you have players like Sidney Smith, Reagan Gronke, Kendall Robertson all back. I mean, that should help. Some role players even role graduated. Role players even graduated. Even grad, so. I mean, but when I look at that team a year ago, there were some talented players that rode the bench. Yes. And they're going to get that opportunity to step up now. There's a couple girls I'm high on for Coach Trans Camarada's team. Not going to name names, but but I'm high on. But Lake Orion right now, three is a pretty good spot. And actually, three was the same spot I had them at last year when they won the state title. Yeah. You know, but. You know, but um, they were on a mission last year, man. It's like it's right out of the gate. I'm they, gonna be they honest were on with you, fire. And, I, and I said this on last on the last podcast. This was a team that came out of nowhere and won a state title. Yeah, they came out of nowhere. They took Clarkson down, had a knockoff. Well, had a knockoff Stony Troy and Stony Creek, and then of course they went and beat um, they went and beat um, Flushing at Fenton, and then of course the. The big one was when they knocked off Farm Tales Mercy in the in the semifinal. Yeah. And then they knocked off Rockford. Rockford. I mean, two crazy good teams, programs, mm-hmm. and earned every ounce of that trophy that they, but if, they pulled but, in. But Lake Orion's going to struggle early. I think they're going to struggle early. Yeah, but you when have they, to find your new identity. Yeah. But then when they get there, when they get that new identity, you know, and they figure things out. I think this team could be a surprise. I think, too, though, is that team, you know, like a lot of these elite volleyball teams we're talking about in the red, and even white and blue for that matter, is that these girls play together all the time. They do. And it's going on right now. I mean, the summer leagues, the, you know, it's like AAUs. And Lake Orion just won at Michigan State. Did they? They won at Michigan State. So they're, they're... Gearing up. I mean, this, up. as soon as uh, graduation hit, they were gearing up for this next season. And this is going to be, I think Lake Orion's a sleeper. I really do. Um, I'm curious to see. We've had so many names, like freshmen that came in year, you know, four years ago that were varsity and such contributors on that team all four years. You get used to all these names, and all of a sudden they're gone. You're trying to go, oh. Okay, who do you we know, have next? Who's stepping you know, in? Who's the next new youngster that's going to you know make this some current, noise? You know this current um, freshman, um, this current senior class over at Clarkston yeah. went undefeated as freshman. See? I mean. They're my number two team is <laughs> yes. Clarkson Wolves. Um, this team's loaded. Another team, yeah. This team is loaded. I mean, senior experience, they got a lot of that. Yeah. And they have a very good junior in Claire Nowicki back. Um. You look at players like Abby Tolmine, Allie Warrington, Hannah Cady, Jonah Newblatt, Jordan Newblatt. I mean, this is gonna be this is now or never for Clarkston. Because you just saw your arch rival win a state title. <laughs> and now Yeah. And now, you know, there I think there's some pressure on on Clarkston here. I think there's some pressure. Because when you look at what Lake Orion did a year ago. <laughs> Clarkston, you know, a lot of people look at Lake Orion and Clarkston, you know, virtually the same. But when you look at the Wolves, they ha- they they've been in they've been here before, but they just have not got
gotten it done in the postseason. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whether they've moved on past districts or um, but they've not gotten it done. You know, so it's something about the culture, the sports culture over in Clarkston. I mean, you got state titles coming out of all angles. It seems over there. Well, on football and on boys basketball, cross country, cross country, you know, or challenging for them anyway. Mm-hmm. It's they've been living pretty high on the hog there on the state level across the way that athletic department man but, but the volleyball program you know they've it, it ha- they've been haven't gotten over the that hump well you know of course they got the state semifinal in 2011 okay of course who knocked them out that year yes um and then um <laughs> um and then um but it's one of those it's just and you can't guarantee anything i mean you know that no I mean, and a lot of it is luck and the lineups and injuries at the wrong or right times. Would you say, like, Orion's team was the most talented it had over the last three years? Right. That won it. I would, I would say probably not. But they've no. had injury, you know, so that even. Lake Orion's had a lot of injuries that have over, derailed their season. Yeah, and at the worst times at the end of the season. and But with Clarkson, it's like, are they close? Are they in the cusp of actually pushing That's to the. That's going to be the key this year right for Penner's team. That's going to be the key this year is can Clarkson. You know, put it all together. Because I mean, sometimes is, they look like they are. That's this is good. the same senior class that were freshmen that went undefeated. You know, now I don't want to say it's put up or it's yeah, put up or shut, shut up, up time. Yeah, no. But there's too many variables, and the competition is so good. Right, and the competition's so good because the red we know that league is vicious. <laughs> and then my number one team, of course, is Stony yeah. Creek Cougars. Really, um, Tammy. I like this Cougar team that they have. I should like. I, should I throw one of these in? Oh! Yep. Here's why. <laughs> Stony Creek's loaded because you look at that team. You look at players like Kate Strayton, Ainsley Goose, Sydney Tomlick, all are back. Um, they still got to replace some talent, but I like what Coach Ross Talbot has his team going. Um. Now, yes, when they get in the postseason, they're going to have to deal with teams like Adams, Utica Eisenhower, Romeo, who's going to be. Romeo and Utica Eisenhower are teams, are sleeping giants to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that district's at Rochester. So that's very interesting. Yeah, that's not too bad for them. No, not too bad, but still, I think it's going to be a very tough chore. You know what I mean? Tough chore, but I'm saying location, you know. You know, it's only a not a far drive. No, com- um, I would say comfortable confines, but I'd say familiar. Yeah, familiar confines. But when you look at Stony Creek, this volleyball program, this program has been going on the upward swing. Mm-hmm. When Ross Talbot took over that team, this team's been going up, and they've been continuing going up. I'm very high on the Stony Creek team. Do I think, are they a state championship caliber team? Absolutely. I think they could be. Ooh. Um but, you know, you still got, when you look at teams around the state that could be really dangerous this year, you got, obviously, Farm Tills Mercy has to be the favorite. And the reason Almost why. you're in and you're out. They, well, but this year's so team. So good. This year's team may be one of their best they've had in years. And when you look at Farm Tills Mercy, you know, when you look at players like Julia Bishop, Ellie Tesco, um, for Coach Loretta Vogel, that's going to say a lot to where, and. The Marlins in the last two years have had disappointing playoff exits in the district semifinals. And on the state semifinals. Um, two years ago, they lost to Birmingham Marion. Um, last season, we know about the Lake Orion. Um, we know what happened against Lake Orion. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at the Marlins, people have asked me, this could be the Marlins' best team they've had in years. Now, people in Birmingham Marion might disagree with that, but... But I'm just being honest with you. You know, I think, you know, at the state title, the state title right now, the favorite has to be Farm Tales Mercy. But you got it. But you got teams like Stony Creek. You got teams like Clarkston, Lake Orion, you know. Are on on this be, side. Of on the this state. side of the state. And then on the other side, of course, you got Rockford, who um, you got Rockford, of course. Um, the west side of the state besides Rockford, I mean, Portage Central is always okay in the west side, but yeah. until you get by Rockford, I don't know if there's 
any true team in the West Side State that could give that could give them any trouble. Yeah. So those are my That's going to be fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't um, wait for it, man. Yeah, I mean, like I've always enjoyed calling those games. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's going to be a blast. Um, I know we're going to try to have more games on than we have in the past. Uh, potentially more road games too. I know mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually meeting up today to try to figure out the schedule, see what uh, what games will be on in the OAA. Be- you know, besides just Lake Warren, yeah, you know it's coming. Oh, I know it's coming, and uh, I'm excited. I just you know, start of the season, we've been I've been itching for some sports. You know, uh, I know we got We're only a month away. We I got know. football. It's gonna be very interesting. <laughs> Media got- day's coming up. Media day's coming up in a couple of weeks. We're gonna be there. I'll yep. be there, of yep. course. Oh, and TV cameras will be there as yep. well, Sammy. Yep. Was this uh, fifth year? Yeah, I think it's the fifth year. At least year. the fifth year you've hosted the uh, Media Day special? Yeah. Wow. Uh, for football, you know what I mean? Man, that time is flying. I know. I mean, we're getting real <laughs> close to the start of this, the school year. Yeah. Um, let's look at the, some positives. Um, positives, of course. The Oakland Press wrote a um, news article about Pontiac football. Really? Involving the Detroit Lions. Okay. Um, their touchdown... Um, Touchdown for a town um, drive gave the Pontiac Phoenix um, $10,000 donation. Oh, wow. And um, new football helmets. Awesome. So Pontiac's got new football helmets this year. Um, and and some um, new gear? New gear, new equipment going in there. Um, That's awesome. Uh, getting the new gear, always good for safety. Oh, yeah. Always good for safety. And it kind of course, it makes you walk a little taller. You got Pontiac's some new gear. had some up, recent upgrades, of yeah. course. We talked recently about the Pontiac Phoenix um, yep. with their upgrades. Um, we talked a lot of Pontiac in the last um, couple of um, months, you know what I mean, considering what's been going on surrounding their, their um, athletic programs. Yeah. Um, but this is a positive for the Phoenix. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially when you um, – when this has been a town that's really struggled, really, um, you know, they they've really struggled. Of course, we mentioned about the football program's record five and forty eight since yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I'll bet you that will be that could be mentioned at media day. Yeah. Um, uh, the turnover in coaches. The turnover in coaches, of course. The, the um questionable uh, decision making among administrators. <laughs> Yeah, but when you look at Pontiac, this was a bright thing for the Phoenix, you know, bright. Yes, good and news. Athletic Director Lee Montgomery said that, that that day was a victory for Pontiac, and it truly was a victory for Pontiac that they got this new stuff, new equipment, and um, now they, they just got to fix some things on the football side of things, of course. Um, we'll see what happens with that program. Yeah, is, and I know the one thing about Pontiac is you've got – all the other schools in the OAA rooting for them. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime a member school is down a bit, you know, it's a, it's a nice community of schools and ADs and coaches. And don't you think? I mean, it's it's an interesting um, dynamic. I Watching at Media Day, the way the coaches, you know they get along. They, at least they, they, they seem like they get along. They and, do get along. And, and they're bas- always – And it's basically, you know, they especially always the young... root for everybody in the league. Exactly. They, I they mean, root for everybody correct. in the league, you know what I mean? And I love what Coach Brendan Foley said a year ago, you know what I mean, at Media Day when um he um, said about the, um you know, the OA, the league, it's one of the toughest leagues in the state. Yes. Even West Bloomby Coach Ron Bellamy said the OA is one of the toughest leagues yes. in the state. I mean, like, and I agree with him. The OA is – Perhaps is the one of the toughest leagues yes. in the state of Michigan to win. Of course, um, the OAs had a lot of success. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at when you look at in football, when you look at Clarkson, of course, being yep. in the state final. Um, you look at West, West Bloomfield, Bloomfield. They yeah. got there. I mean, like we know that Oxford's been there. We know Lake Warren's like, been there. Yes. We know that um, Adams has been there. We know Harrison. that um, Harrison's been there. <laughs> I mean, like you know, all these teams that have a ton of experience. And I forgot to mention Troy. They've yes. been there. I mean, like. But this league in football is very, very talented. Yeah. And but it's not just the overall wins and losses. It's the culture and the community aspect mm-hmm. of the OAA mm-hmm. with these teams. You know, we hear at, at Media Day the the uh, the new coaches, the the youngins coming in up the ranks that got their first head coaching job, talking about 
uh, reaching out to the veteran coaches for advice or can you come take a look at the, this or that? And they're willing to work with one another because they know when one succeeds, they all succeed, right? I agree with you. And bringing everybody along, having, you know, working together for the common goal, uh, get these kids playing, competing, you know, and it's it's just a lot of fun. And That's the common it, goal. It's just amazing how unified they seem to be. This whole league has been unified, you know, yeah. when you look at it. Um, and I'm curious to see what happens at Media Day, you know what I mean, this yeah, yeah. season. You know, some new faces. New faces going to be there, of course. There's new coaches. I know um, at North Farmington, Pontiac, um, Avondale's got a new coach there as well. Um, but and no fa- Harrison. And no just, Harrison. Just a whole new look OAA, man. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. You know, yeah. I've been working on the... Um, been working on my blog, you know what I mean, for the um been working on my football blog. About yeah. twenty five pages, you oh, know. Man. And that's without quotes and interview comments yet. Wow. You know, so So if you guys don't know, Sammy, how many hours do you put in on this thing? I put in a lot of a hours. A lot of hours. I do a lot of research. Yes. I do a lot of them. And, and if you don't know, we work together not only on this program, mm-hmm. but we work together on the Media Day special. Right. Which is a video. It's yep. a three one-hour videos, I three think, or roughly videos, yes. forty-five minutes, and it's an overview of the whole rundown of the schedules to breakdown, team break, breakdowns. yeah, team breakdowns, uh, key players, interviews with the coaches at media day, trying to add some highlights in of so you can get an idea of what they look like or that sort of thing, which is can be difficult when some teams aren't covered right. you know, by the media, right? But it's a really good beginning to a season sit down watch that thing and you get a really good handle of what each division's looking like um yeah you have your favorites that you like right well yeah and, there's some of my favorites but also you know you got to be honest where you're to be at but that's what i like about it sam it's like you don't mince words it's like if you and the coaches i think appreciate that you can see it on their faces when you go interview them at these media days you're welcome to go hey dude What's up with your defense giving up X amount of points? And they laugh and they're going, yeah, you're right. You know, there's not a lot of media guys running around confront, I say confronting, but asking that tough question of these coaches. And I think they appreciate it. And I think that's going to be the thing when you look at this year. I mean, like, you know, when you look at, look at media day, you know, you gotta, you gotta know your stuff. You gotta know, you gotta know what your expectations are. You gotta know your history. Correct. Your history with these teams. You gotta know that. And for me, for me, it's basically, you gotta know them. You gotta, you got, I mean, like, cause that could either be the start of something special or something that goes to disaster. Yes. And I know one thing, if I was one of those coaches and I had a disaster, Seeing you coming at me with a, a camera and a light on and a microphone going, uh, what happened? My knees would be shaking. <laughs> yeah. Because it's awesome, Sam. I'm telling you. And I, I'm 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 talking you up, dude, because you deserve it. And I want to thank you for what you do. You anybody listening at home, this is all volunteer. He does this because he loves it. Right? There's oh, yeah. there's no there's no check coming his way. No. But it's the the love of the games, the, the passion. The, it's yeah, it's beyond. And you check it, out my blog too, Sammy. Yes, yeah, go ahead. You check out my blog at sammysimicolentermeatblogspot.com. We had the updates. Um, of course, I have my yeah. sources. You know what I mean? That yeah. help out a lot. Um, and he's got. A, you wouldn't believe the contacts he has, and it's legit. And so tune in, check out his stuff, because it's it's a passion, and I hope you guys are consuming this stuff. We know there's you have regulars, yeah. People tune into the blog. Uh, yeah, uh, the the podcast is gaining. It's one of the top listened to things we have on our SoundCloud on on TV. Beautiful, you know, and it's it's a great resource if you if you've never really gotten into high school sports and the OAA, you're new to it. Your your son or daughter is just competing in high school or something like that. And you want to know what the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You tune into the OAA. I'm, I'm open to ask. I'm open. I'm open for. Um, I'm open if if anybody wants to ask me a question regarding the OAA this year. Yes. Um, feel free to ask me. Of course, I have a Twitter account and I have an email account. If you need to get get to Absolutely. me, I've had several several people do that. Okay. Um, get what's your Twitter handle? Um, Saginaw Bay. 
It's my Twitter feed. Yep. Um, my email, samsdragons at yahoo.com. Um, if you want any questions surrounding the um, upcoming season. Um, so we got and, a lot. And, we and got we're a always lot. looking for people who are passionate like this that don't want to sit in front of a microphone like we do once a week and you know, actually present this sort of thing. But if you want to share information with Sam, you want to get a hold of ONTV and say, hey, how can we be a contributor sending in scores? We'd love yep. to have updates on scores for oh, yeah. some of the teams in the OA that we don't get a lot of coverage right. on, let's say we tennis like, we like or to, golf. We like, to get, we like to get coverage. Yeah, and we'd love to give the shout-outs to these kids who are working their tails off and finding success. We want to get that out there to share that success with the communities, right? I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so we're looking forward to a very good 20, 2019 Crazy. coming up this upcoming season. Um, next week, of course, I will have some guests coming on next week. Um, we're going to talk their um, basketball teams coming in, okay. heading into the year. So we got some guests coming in next week. So um, that's the first guest in a while we've had. Hey, yes. So stay tuned cool, away now for next week. Um, I'm going to sign off here this week. Um, so for Ian Locke, this is Sammy Timmy signing off here. Take care and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Shout out to Owen TV if you're interested in doing a podcast like OA Now. Classes are now enrolling 248-393-1060. Be sure to check the podcast and all the other programming here at Owen TV at SoundCloud.com. Search Orion on TV or head over to our webpage at OrionOnTV.org. Easy, quick clicks and buttons to get you to wherever you need to go to watch shows just like OA Now. All season long. That's it for this edition of OA Now. All the views on this show are Sammy's and his alone. We'll see you next week on OA Now. See ya.